Mental health has gone from the thing we whisper about in America to the subject of full-throated discussions and debates. There seems to be general agreement that many more mental health care workers are needed, so we need to beef up the numbers of people practicing and so the training of people learning to practice. Oregon Institute of Technology in Klamath Falls and the Oregon Health Authority recently announced a boost to OIT's training of mental health professionals. The boost is a grant of more than $600,000. Let's hear about the training it will augment. Our guest is Dr. Don Bailey, Behavior Improvement Group Clinic Director and an Associate Professor at OIT and Practicum Coordinator of the Applied Behavior Analysis Graduate Program there. Don Bailey, thanks for joining us on The Exchange. Good morning. So take us back a bit first, if you would. How long has OIT had programs turning out mental health professionals? Um, Oh, gosh. Well, I think both programs actually started in 2017. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to, I should have looked back on the MFT programs and section. Um, I came here in 2017 when our program was approved by HEC. So um, we had the higher education you know, approval to offer a master's program in ABA. And um, when I came, another MFT faculty was coming on board to also direct practicum um, programs. So um, 2016, 2017 is about the the time range. All right, so relatively young programs then for sure. Then Mm -hmm. let's unpack some of the acronyms, MFT, Marriage and Family Therapy, uh, ABA, Applied Behavior Analysis. There's also BIG for Behavior Improvement Group. Um, (laughs) So so as we talk about BIG and ABA, uh, you choose the order to take them in, but can you explain what each of them is? Sure, sure, absolutely. Um, We have... um, as part of our um, applied behavior analysis program, our students are required to gain uh, about 2,000 hours of supervision before they're even available or, or allowed to sit for our credentialing exam. And so in Southern Oregon, there aren't, there weren't any providers at the time that I moved here. And so we worked with our department and the university to create opportunities for students to gain that supervised experience here so that it would um, kind of speed up their credentialing process. If they graduated and then had to move somewhere else for that, you know, supervision and training, it would delay their ability to provide services. So in 2018, we opened the clinic with uh, three students and about four clients. And uh, currently we have about 15 um, students uh, and externs and interns working, and we serve about 25 uh, kiddos uh, currently. And we provide services in our local schools, in um, family homes, uh, in our clinic, um, primarily to individuals diagnosed with autism. So that's our behavior improvement group clinic, and that's kind of its mission is to train students and serve our community, um, all part of our master's and ABA program. Did I answer both at the same time? Okay, so so that all right, so so a focus on on younger people certainly with the, with the ABA program. It sounds like. Um, no, we have clients up to seventeen right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so not not adults, not not after um, high school, but definitely the whole range of childhood two mm-hmm. to two to seventeen is our current um, client range, and our field like ABA applied behavior analysis can certainly treat. Um, any age range. Um, in my own personal clinical experience, my oldest client was 76. <laughs> so um, it's definitely something that we can do. It's just not our primary focus here in Klamath. I was doing some quick math on the uh, the 2,000 yeah. hours you cited. That is uh, 50 yeah. weeks, 40 hours, uh, if, you, if you divide it up that way. So it is a long time of fairly intensive work. 
Yes, and and actually, it's a little bit more than that um, because of the requirements that that um, students going through training don't spend all of their time doing one specific task. So the kind of breadth of work makes it take usually about two years um, for most applicants to gain the the types of experience they have to across those 2,000 hours. So it, it's definitely a commitment. Our students are really dedicated to the field and to their clients. We're talking about uh, training in behavioral health at Oregon Tech with Dr. Don Bailey, who was the clinic director for the Behavior Improvement Group and the practicum coordinator of the Applied Behavior Analysis Graduate Program. ABA is there also with MFT, which is Marriage and Family Therapy. Like I said, uh-huh. we have a few acronyms to deal with. Uh, you can join us with your emails to jx at jeffnet.org. In the programs you have at Oregon <laughs> Tech, um, uh, so much has been said about the mental health needs of rural areas. Things like mm-hmm. uh, farmer suicides, and I wonder if there's any of yeah. that addressed in what you're doing. Well, our sister, I'm going to call it our sister program, and our MFT program, um, we're currently supporting 20 students, and they are directly, you know, clinically involved with providing um, that type of therapy and support to our community. And our hope is that they will stay in Oregon and and focus on rural areas um, because there is a, a huge deficit um, to address just the general, you're right, mental health needs um, of folks across our state. And so in the uh, the ABA and MFT programs, are you are you at capacity or could you could you take on more students? Um, oh gosh, I think um, for our next year's cohort, we're still taking applications for both um, programs and um, have a little bit more room for growth. Um, there's, uh, you know, faculty commitments to supporting those students and then also finding really high quality placements for them to gain um, a marriage and family therapy students also need practicum experience as part of their student work. So um, I do think that there there is there is room for more. Um, I'm looking at um, some numbers, and I think we could probably add about four more students for the ABA program next year. Um, and I'm not positive um, about how many the MFT could take, but I do know that applications are open um, and that they're, you know, we're reviewing them currently. So let's talk about the grant from the Oregon Health Authority mm-hmm. that, that gives yeah. a boost to what you're doing there. It's a $623,700. It's an oddly specific number. Is that the amount requested? <laughs> <laughs> it is an oddly specific number. Um, I think part of it has to do with administrative fees and um, the way that we can contribute um, money to support the students with stipends and tuition remission. So a little bit depends on what tuition is and and how many students, but we're going to be able ultimately through this year and next year to support um, 33 full-time students. Not all of our students are full-time, which means we're actually able to support a few more than that. Um, But the kind of total amount of money um, rounds out to be about 33 students who can, you know, get the training they need to to really start making a difference in our communities. All right, so that so it will be spent directly. You're saying on stipends and and uh, and paybacks for tuition. tuition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, so it does support the current students, and and then does it uh, have any ability to give you any ability to bring in more? Yes. So next we have it for two years. So we're supporting some this year. Um, and the students that we're supporting this year will also get support next year. And then new student star program next year will also be able to get some funding. So um, even if we can't 
necessarily promise to to give them the same level of support for both years. Um, our first year students next year will also be eligible for some tuition remission and stipends to make this a a more manageable <laughs> commitment for them. Well, that, that commitment is a long one, as we pointed out, and it takes yeah. about two years. I mean, this is not like manufacturing a car. It doesn't get faster over time. And so uh, no. you've really probably squeezed all the productivity you can out of a process to get somebody in a position to help somebody with their mental health needs. Yeah, I agree. Um, the MFT program is actually a three-year program. Um, the last year, they take some classes and do a practicum. And then once they've graduated, they have um, more years of supervised practice before they're eligible to be licensed. So the marriage and family therapy program is really a significant time commitment. And students um, coming into that have to really be prepared for um, all the work they're going to need to do. Um, our program is a two-year master's, and most of our students can complete their required practical experience. So when they graduate, they can begin practice immediately. So slightly different approaches to the credentialing bodies that are outside of our control. Um, but yeah, a, a big commitment. And we are fully committed to supporting our students to be the best they can be. I'll brag on our program for a second and sure. say that currently 100% of our students have passed their licensing exam or their BACB credentialing exam. So that's a pretty, pretty pretty positive for us, and we're really proud of that. I'm proud of our students for working hard to do that. This is the Jefferson Exchange, and you're hearing the voice of uh, Dr. Dawn Bailey at Oregon Tech, the Behavior Improvement Group Clinic Director and Associate Professor and Practicum Coordinator of the ABA Applied Behavior Analysis Graduate Program at Oregon Tech. I'm curious about uh, ABA mm -hmm. and, the, and the clinic, because you mentioned uh, primarily um, young people uh, with autism. Was was the program set up specifically because of that, that growth in, in the number of cases? Um, well, a little bit, yes and no. <laughs> um, applied behavior analysis as a science, as an evidence-based treatment has been around since the 60s. And um, we've worked, we as a field profession, work with individuals with um, all kinds of developmental disabilities in schools, um, kids with ADHD, oppositional defiant disorder, emotional disorders, um, individuals with anxiety and depression. I mean, it's a pretty broad um client-based population served um, within our profession. But in Oregon, um, our licensure bill was um, passed along with an insurance mandate to cover services for individuals with autism. So the growth in demand for um, behavior analysts to kind of be able to provide the service that insurance companies were um, now going to be required to to pay for and to support um, was a big reason why, big reason why we chose to focus on the treatment of individuals with autism here in our community. And prior to our clinic's um, there really wasn't an intensive approach to working with individuals with autism. So a lot of our parents said we maybe got speech for half an hour a week or we got speech in OT each for half an hour a week, um, and they just felt like they needed more help, more support. And so that's where we initially provided the majority of our services, but our contracts with those school districts involve supporting kids with just more behavioral disorders, um, problems in the classroom that keep them from being able to be successful in school. And we have a um, an intensive academic tutoring program. Um, we are an affiliate of Fit Learning. 
And so we also provide um, evidence-based reading instruction and support within our community. So as we've been able to, our students are gaining different experiences. They're learning how to apply ABA across different populations with different kinds of um, needs. And we're, you know, just trying to chip away and, and really be what our community needs us to be. Well, it sounds like it was a great time to start up an ABA clinic, given what we have been hearing about schools and issues with classroom management Mm -hmm. uh, since the pandemic. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, Students have, um, schools have had a really, really hard time um, getting students to re-engage in the way that they were before, and um, teachers are tired. Um, It's it's been really meaningful to be able to work in the schools this year and try and, um, you know, help students who who have not been successful um, try and and keep it together <laughs> and be able to maintain within, um, you know, their regular school and not have to, to, to be expelled or be on a tutoring program or have a shortened day or go to a special day program. Um, so keeping them in their homes and school and providing the support to the school so they can do that has been um, a really great experience for our students this year. So the grant from the Oregon Health Authority, are there mm-hmm. strings attached for the students helped by it? They do need to commit to staying in Oregon after, um, and that's really important because, again, we have a huge shortage. I pulled some numbers for you. Oh, sure. I don't know if you, you want to hear. Um, so currently, Oregon has uh, 464 certified behavior analysts um, you know, who are able to practice in the state. And um, looking at our neighboring states, you know, Nevada and Utah, both of whom have populations of almost a million fewer people mm-hmm. than Oregon, and they both have more behavior analysts than we do. Oh. So um, Nevada has over 500. Utah has almost 700 behavior analysts. So um, these are, population-wise, we're still not meeting the needs of um, individuals within our state. And so we really do need to incentivize um to keep people here, right? We train them here, we teach them here. And um, so this OHA grant helps us to incentivize them to stay for just a little while and hopefully they'll become as enmeshed in their communities and and want to stay and continue to support them. Uh, Given the commitments coming out of the state capital to improving mental health care in Oregon, do you expect to see more of these grants? I can't imagine not. I mean, medical professionals have had this kind of incentive for for years, um, you know, 10 plus years. So I think that we will continue to see more support from our legislature and other, you know, state agencies um, to, to meet this need. It's a, it's a big need. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this grant is $623,700 from the Oregon Health Authority to uh, support uh, students in ABA, Applied Behavioral Analysis, which is Don Bailey's program and in marriage and family therapy as well. Don Bailey uh, heads up the Behavior Improvement Group Clinic and uh, also heads up the ABA program. Thank you so much for joining us on the Jefferson Exchange. Thank you so much.